you ever hoped that things would get better? Dreamed of a bright future or looked for a better outcome? You believe in God, but you can't see him. Well, he's there, and all we need to do is look for the sunrise. God offers us new beginnings and new birth, the opportunity to lay down our past failures. That's what this podcast is all about, the coming of light. It's about seeing the sunrise and seeing a chance for change, for a bright future, and about seeing the sun, the S-O-N, rise. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of See the Sunrise. I hope you had a blessed Thanksgiving holiday weekend. I know it was significantly different for many of you this year. I tell you, this 2020 will go down in the history books. With the isolation and the restricted travel, it was a bit challenging to celebrate with friends and loved ones. I'm so thankful for things like FaceTime and Zoom that we're still able to connect while we can't physically be in each other's presence. At least we can see one another. You know, I believe by the grace of God that we will be able to get together at another time. After all, we don't have to have a specific day to be thankful, do we? If anything, everything that has occurred in this year of 2020 has all but encouraged us to really look around to see what is really important in our life and what to be thankful for. Thankfulness should be at our very core of being Christians. I'm praying, and I hope you're praying, that this plague would be controlled. In fact, I pray that God eliminate it completely or that a vaccine would be developed to take away this period of isolation and shutdown. This year is a year that will go down in the history books as one of the most challenging ever. I heard recently on the news that there are women in China who are committing suicide at alarming rates to the point that the suicide rate has exceeded the deaths of COVID-19. That's a sad, sad epitaph. And it's a sad thing to know that people, because of this plague, have a sense of no hope. And because of it, they are taking their own lives. To those of us who are alive years from now, we have some significant experiences to share. And we should not be too quick to want all of this over. We need to take the opportunity to write down what has occurred so far. It is a really um, good reminder that we need Jesus in our lives. It is the hope that we have in him that has sustained us and he has been faithful, which is a good segue to lead into what I'd like to talk about today. Advent started this Sunday, this past Sunday, and Advent is the prelude to Christmas where we celebrate the birth of Christ. It is a period of spiritual preparation in which Christians make themselves ready for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Advent typically involves a period of prayer, fasting, and repentance, and it's followed by anticipation of hope and joy. We don't like to think of the words fasting and repentance. We like the idea of having hope and joy, but it all works together. And, and when we pray and when we're fasting and when we, we repent, um, that brings nothing but hope and joy, especially if God is the center of your life. Many Christian traditions celebrate by focusing on a particular subject and setting during the Advent season. Usually they'll set up a symbol to represent it, things like a wreath, um, and candles that are lit each week to reflect on hope, faith, joy, peace, light, and purity that came when Jesus came into the world. 
whatever the Advent traditions that you have and that you celebrate and the differences, no matter what they are, um, it is a time for all believers and families to commemorate the arrival of the Messiah, to prepare ourselves for his second coming, and to celebrate the joy of Christmas together. Um, Christmas should not be only about the Messiah coming, but about the Messiah coming back. That's the hope that we have, the promise that we have. And this week, what I've decided to focus on is hope. If you read my daily devotions, they can be found on my website uh, at MamieJohnsonMinistries.org or Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There were several reflections on the subject of hope. Hope is essential for Christians because things don't always come out the way we think they should or how we would like them to, but hope helps us hold on to possibilities. It was the birth of Jesus that brought hope for us. His life brought hope. Wherever he went, there was hope. I'm reminded of a story of a woman who had an issue of blood in Matthew chapter 9. After all of her attempts for healing, and they say it had been 12 years of suffering for her, but her one last hope was Jesus. And I say one last hope because she said to herself, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, the bottom of his robe, his cloak, then she knew in her mind, in her spirit, she would be healed and made whole. But it was not only her hope, but her faith that brought the healing that she needed. It was for her a hope that was fulfilled. But prior to her healing, there was someone else who had approached Jesus. There was a synagogue leader whose daughter had died. She had gone, she was gone with no life in her, but her father still believed that if Jesus could just put his hands on her, he wanted him to touch her, that she would be okay and that she would live again. It was during the encounter with the woman who had the issue of blood, the woman who had touched Jesus' cloak and drew his attention um, away from the man whose daughter had died, uh, that she had um, touched his garment. And it was during that time that the encounter with this man that, um, you know, she, his hope was kind of dashed, some might say. But don't miss this. The synagogue leader could have been frustrated and angry. After all, he came to Jesus first and was interrupted by this woman's actions. And Jesus turned his attention away from the father, who was probably somewhat frantic because here he is, a dad, wanting his daughter to live. He's trying to get to the master, to Jesus, because he's heard or seen some of the miracles that he had done. And now he's focused on a woman who brazenly got in front of him. Now, don't shake your head like everything is always so holy and that. We know how our thoughts are. This reminds me of people, and at one time it was me, and can still be if I'm, if I'm not thinking and if I'm not centering myself on who I am in Christ, that I'm in the grocery store or you're in the grocery line and someone jumps in front of you, or you're in a line and you're two behind others checking out, or the second person behind uh, people that are checking out, and they open a new register, and instead of taking the people that have been obviously standing there for a while, they just say, my register is open. That is such an irritant to me. What's even more irritating is that the people willfully rush over without consideration for those of us who may have been waiting in line for several minutes already. We often think that when we've asked God for something, prayed for something, begged for something, and we see someone else, who may have only had a momentary period of, of suffering or whatever or need that Jesus doesn't care about us. It isn't always about us. 
You just might be missing a blessing by waiting. Something God wants you to see or, or do or receive, that might be really the message there. And instead of getting huffy and angry, we need to understand that God works in his timing. God does care about us. He really does. We mustn't think of ourselves of greater importance than someone else. You have to be deliberate in living a life in and for Christ. And it doesn't mean that it will be without sacrifice. Even though Jesus's attention was drawn away from the leader of the synagogue, it did not prevent him from, nor did he forget what the synagogue leader had asked him to do. He healed the woman that very moment. He healed her first and then went along into the synagogue leader's house and healed the leader's daughter. Some may have thought, Jesus is wasting time. This man got here first. Let's not forget, the man said his daughter was dead. So no matter when Jesus got there, dead is dead. It's never too late when Jesus Christ is there. In fact, what the man and his family and friends believed to be true, this man's hope was realized because he hoped and believed that Jesus could do what he heard, what he had heard and seen him do. This story should teach us that when we hope in Christ, that we can trust that he is faithful. Even though you may not see what you've hoped for immediately, we believe that our hope is not gone. God knows what's best for us, and we must trust in his timing. That man, when he said that his daughter was dead and all these people were in the room and crying and the Lord moved them out. There were only a few people left in the room. And he said she was sleeping. You know, there's going to come a day when all those who have died in Christ, there's going to be a great trumpet sound and the dead in Christ are going to rise. Though we die in these earthly bodies, there's a promise and a hope that we have that Jesus says we will live again. As I focus on hope this week, and I hope you will too, I pray that your hope in Jesus Christ is steadfast, that the foundation is firm, that you are not shaken no matter what your circumstance may look like today, that the things that you have been praying for and hoping for and asking God for, I hope and pray that you have been believing what you've heard from his word. I pray that you are standing in faith and believing that God can do anything but fail. As we focus on hope, as you reflect on this Advent season, as you light each candle, I pray that you are reminded of who Jesus is. John 1 verses 4 through 5 says, In him is life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. His death, his, his birth brought life. His death brings hope and his glorious return will be hope fulfilled. God bless you. I'll look forward to speaking with you next week to see the sunrise, see Christ in your life, see him shine on your dark situations and bringing hope and a promise of fulfillment one day. In the name of Christ our Lord, I just say thank you to you all. God bless you.